Hello and welcome to the very first Live From Rest podcast. I'm Steve Smith, your host and the author of the Live From Rest app. Each week in this podcast, we take time to explore the ancient art of being. We host conversations, short talks and reflections about how we can live from rest in a world full of busyness and distraction. We created the Live From Rest app because we needed it. And we think you might need it too. If you haven't done so already, please make sure that you go to the App Store or to Google Play and download it today. Discover meditation rooted in the way of Jesus and a life of peace with freedom from anxiety, worry and strife. Today I am truly delighted to be doing this podcast with my lovely wife Lucinda. Lucinda is a spiritual director to a number of um, people. She runs an inner healing ministry and she's a very accomplished speaker. She carries a great message of freedom. So Lucinda, um, you've done a series of pod of series of blogs on rest. Just tell us what you're going to be sharing today and over the next couple of weeks. Yes, hello everybody. Um, I have written three blogs on rest, um, and I think I have a couple more in the in the sort of making. <laughs> um, so this one, the one I'm sharing today, is going to be entitled rest is stillness but there is also rest is presence and rest is faith um so those are the three sort of titles fantastic and tell us what you've got in mind for the future beyond those you mean yeah so um well certainly rest is warfare and and rest is worship okay Warfare sounds a bit strange. I, I can understand worship. I can understand some of the other things you've mentioned, but warfare sounds a bit odd. What, what do you mean by that? Not that you're going to go into it now, but no. So um, I believe that the essence of rest is found in faith, in our belief in God, and in the image that we have of Him and who He is for us. And I think that resting in him and resting in his ability to take care of us is a weapon of warfare against the enemy. Hmm. So the enemy wants us to be striving. He wants us to be stressful and anxious. He wants us to step into fear over small things and big things. But I think if we can rest in God if we can find our sense of being um, and our sense of our place, our place, if you like, if we find it in him, then that is like a high tower of protection. Mm. So I think rest is, um, it's, well, I guess it's not warfare, it's a weapon of warfare. Well, yeah, actually I'm just remembering now a conversation we've had about that wonderful verse in Psalm 23. He mm. prepares a table mm. in the presence of my enemies. Mm. So that's the context of warfare. Anyway, let's let's yeah. crack on with um, rest is stillness. This is one of um, three blogs that you've done, isn't it? It is, yeah. So share with us, rest is stillness. 
Well, um, as we all know, we live in an extremely fast-paced world. We are surrounded with noise. So even just right where you are now, just listen for a minute. Um, there are probably cars hooting, sirens blaring, music thumping, phones ringing, uh, fingers clicking and tapping, public voices in private conversation, and the list goes on and on. Uh, welcome to the 21st century. It was not like this for our grandparents. This is, this is life today in the 21st century. And as technology advances, so we expect more from ourselves and more from each other. Uh, you know, we must be quicker at replying to the demands and the questions posed by others. Emails and texts require almost an immediate response now. We rush from event to event, hardly pausing to eat properly between appointments, eating on the run even. Um, and, and this gives us the appearance of being purposeful and fulfilled and satisfied with all that we do and are involved in. Because there is the sense out there that busy people are successful and significant people. But are they? Are they? Are they? Um, you know, our legs are moving faster as we dash here and there. But so are our minds. They are rarely still. They buzz and they throb with to-do lists and with responsibilities. They are constantly analysing and organising and strategizing the never-ending demands that life throws at us. And I think our minds are like fairground rides, spinning and turning and twisting and whirling with no break uh, during daylight hours. Uh, for many people, just sitting on a, on a bus is no longer just a, a quiet time of reflection. It's, you know, we're plugged into to earphones and we're listening to podcasts and music and um, voicemail. And that's the daytime and the nighttime is, is no better, really. I think more and more people struggle to really, really switch off and to rest, to completely rest. And it's almost as though we manipulate time to fit more in. We have, we have more labour-saving gadgets than ever. Um, and yet our diaries are so full, often with good things, but we're more stressed and we're more depressed and we're lonelier and we're more anxious than ever. And I'm talking about the church as much as the world out there. We're distracted and our ability to concentrate is hugely reduced. And I, I believe that the issues that drive us in this are very complex. I'm aware that they are multifactorial and I don't want this to sound sim simplistic. But I believe there is a way to help ourselves, that there is a way to slow down. There is a way to live from rest, to create an oasis in the chaos of what is actually, I believe, a desert lifestyle. And it's a desert because the stimuli of modern life, the assault on the senses and the rush, rob us of communion with God. And I use the word desert deliberately because very little flourishes in the desert. And it's not easy to grow deep roots into our Father, our Heavenly Father, when we're constantly in motion. And I say desert because in the midst of the apparent fullness of life, and I mean apparent, we can actually be quite empty. 
devoid of meaningful relationships. And God, let's be honest, doesn't really get a look in. And I say desert because although our souls and bodies seem to flourish with all the activity and our spirits, um, our spirits are often dry and unwatered. They're malnourished and they're scorched by neglect and very much diminished. We've forgotten who we are and in so doing we neglect to recognise our own yearning and the cry from our own spirits for deeper connection. Because at the end of everything, God is our source. He is the living water. He is our watering hole, our solace, our respite from the relentless heat of the midday sun. He is our hiding place. He is the cleft in the rock. He is our calm. He is our rest. And he says to all of us, be still and know that I am God. But how can we see him or hear him when we're so noisy and so busy? You know, his words are whispers. He wants to be sought after. He hides his presence in broad daylight, a bit like an Easter egg hunt um, for a small child where you, you put the egg right in the middle of the chair. You know, he's not hard to find, but we must want to look. He wants us to seek after him. And so in our quest for stillness, we have to ask ourselves some questions, questions that demand honest and soul-searching answers, questions around identity. Why are we so busy? Why is there not enough time for quietness and rest? What drives us? And who am I? So just to end this, you know, think of a four-year-old child living very much in the present with no concerns for yesterday or tomorrow, a small son or daughter totally dependent on the good father's ability to provide and protect, to be a place of security and belonging, a place of affirmation and rest. It's not a coincidence that Jesus says in Matthew 18, Unless you change and become like little children, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. And we know that the kingdom of God is an upside down kingdom. We have to lay aside our worldly wisdom, our sophisticated ways and embrace childlikeness in order to enter in. And we can live in the present. We can cast all our cares on Jesus we can receive his rest and I believe we can be still. Well, that, that is so good. I, I really, I really do love that. And um, it's a while since I read your blog, but you've just reminded me of, of some of the stuff that um, came out of that. And you finished with the kingdom of God being an upside down kingdom. And really what, what, our thinking has just got to be so so different as 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 believers and that concept of a desert is 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 really good it's the opposite of of how we easily see life it's upside down we we um i think when we're busy we can really feel wow you know i'm so productive i've done this i've done that i've done all my to-do list um but actually as you said from a spiritual point of view in terms of contact with god 
our lives can be very dry, can't they? Mm, yeah. And um, yeah, that's a really profound thought. And I think the problem is, it's almost a double whammy, if you like, because the busyness masks the desert, the desert, the desert of our of our spirits, and so you know we're we're, we're getting drier and drier, um, but we sort of think, and so and our busyness masks that, and we get busier and busier because we think that's what makes us fulfilled mm. and productive and satisfied. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, a, it's it's we're getting hit at both ends. Um, it's very subtle, but it is. Um, that is life today. Yeah. So here's a, a real challenge to everybody listening to this podcast. Are you living a life that is outwardly very productive and very fruitful, very impressive? But actually, do you know what? You're living in a desert. You're spiritually dry because you're not linked in to the one who is the source of life. Lucinda, there was a, another really profound statement that you made. It's profound because it's something that Jesus himself said, and that's if we um, are going to enter into the kingdom of God, we have got to be like little children. And wow, we could spend ages thinking about that. Um, I remember we were on holiday, weren't we, once, and you saw some children playing. Tell, tell me about that time. We were sitting on a wall, I think. We were watching children playing on the beach in Cornwall. And um, as I remember, they were probably four and five years old. And they were totally immersed in their game, building sandcastles on the beach. And I, I felt a prompting from God. And I felt him say to me, that's how I want you to live. And... Um, as I've pondered that and thought about that since then, I think I understand now, maybe better than I did then, what it is that he is trying to say. And I think it's this, that a, a child, a very small child, and I, I said this already, doesn't really have any thought except for the moment and um, their dependency on their parents is so total and so utter that they don't need to worry or be concerned with anything in the past or anything in the future. Who's going to pay the bills? Exactly. So those children on the beach, they weren't worrying about, oh, did, did, did mum remember to pack the picnic? And is there petrol in the car to get us back home? And you know, did dad pay the rent this month? And, you know, they, they don't have a thought for any of those things. Wow. And there's something very, very profound in that for us, I think, that God wants us to live as children, as small children dependent on him in the same way that a four-year-old is dependent on his or her parent. Hmm. Absolutely. So let's live as children. Let's live as children who believe that their Heavenly Father is able to look after them. How about that? And maybe that's a key element to living from rest, don't you think? Yes, I mean, the irony is that when we become Christians, we, we take a, a, a childlike step of faith, don't we? Because we mm. don't understand the whole thing. 
we don't understand it now, but we certainly didn't understand it then. Um, but we, we knew our need, and so we stepped forward and said yes to Jesus. Mm. And that was a childlike step. But then somehow we've all grown up, brother, and become sophisticated and independent since then. Um, and I think that's probably a sadness. Mm. That's, that's the sadness, maybe, to Father God. Yeah. Well, we could continue talking about this for a long time. It's a fascinating subject. It's an exciting subject, but I don't want us to go on too long. This is um, our first podcast. I'm really excited to be doing this, and I'm looking forward to the next one, which is next week, and we're going to talk about rest being faith. So thank you so much. Thank you, um, listener. Thank you for everybody who's listening to this. This is the end of our very first Live From Rest podcast. I really hope you've enjoyed it and I hope you will join us next week. Live from rest. Visit the App Store or Google Play and download the app if you haven't done it and make living from rest your goal in life. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.